Don't waste the coronavirus. Pause your life for a sober coronavirus reflection. Pause your life to soberly reflect on our global and national abortion genocide that's taken the lives of 1.6 billion unborn babies. Once again, James chapter 4, verse 13 and 14 says, Come now, you who say today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a city and spend a year there, buy and sell and make a profit. Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and vanishes away. I notice in the midst of coronavirus, we are all willing to pause our lives. We're willing to stay home and stay alive. We're willing to give up our employment and even potentially our paychecks. We're willing to give up our homes, it would seem, and even food on our tables because the coronavirus might kill us. 32,000 people have died in a world of 7.8 billion people. And the world has put out the cry to stay home and stay alive. And the body of Christ is staying home to stay alive. I'm here to call you to go, therefore, that sinners might live. I'm here to call you to go, therefore, that babies might live. I'm here to urge you to compare the 32,000 people have died over a period of months to the 125,000 babies that die every single day. Let us reflect on our global and national abortion genocide. Over these past months, as the coronavirus has traversed the globe, 32,139 people have died out of a population of 7.8 billion men and women on the planet. In the United States of America, 2,231 men and women have died out of a population of 330 million, and the whole world has shut down. Stay home and stay alive has become the moral mandate of the world. And if you go against that moral mandate, there is a moral outrage, a collective moral outrage, both in the world and in the body of Christ. Let's compare the numbers. Around the globe, since 1980, over these last 40 years, 1.6 billion unborn babies have been ripped limb from limb, have been crushed, have been burned, have been torn from their mother's wombs, have been used for scientific experiment, have been used for spare parts for born human beings. 1.6 billion babies have been slaughtered. It's the greatest genocide the world has ever known. Where is the hue and cry? Where is the moral outrage? Where is the call to stop everything? Stop everything. Where is the body of Christ? Why the silence? Why the apathy? There is a passionate cry from Christians to stay home and stay alive because around the globe, 32,000 human beings have died in a matter of months. And yet, every single day, 125,000 babies are ripped limb from limb. And the body of Christ is virtually silent. How dare we? How dare we open our mouths and cry for God's mercy in an hour of disease? How dare we open our mouths and cry for God to remove this plague from our land when we won't cry out against the slaughter, the willful murder 
of 125,000 children every day. 1.6 billion babies since 1980. May God wake up His church. Many Christians like to point out the sins of the world and say that God is judging them with this plague. I'm here to cry out against the church and to say that God is judging us and judgment begins at the house of the Lord for our apathy, for our silence, for our cowardice that we have put on display in our moral passion to stay home and stay alive and the complete apathy to go, therefore, that babies might live, to speak out that babies might live, to stop everything in order that babies might live. We won't give up a morning. We won't give up an afternoon. We won't give up an hour to go stand and plead for life at an abortion clinic that babies might live, that their mothers and fathers might repent and be saved, that the doctors and nurses might turn from their ghoulish deeds, be born again from above and forgiven. Abortions, global genocide of 1.6 billion babies since 1980. 40 to 50 million per year. 125,000 per day is a horrific, bone-chilling nightmare that puts the coronavirus pandemic's 32,000 global deaths. It's the end of the world panic And stay home, stay alive, passionate cry and moral outrage in the proper perspective. 1.6 billion babies have been slaughtered in the world's bloodiest genocide since 1980. 40 to 50 million babies are murdered every year. And 125,000 babies are murdered every day. Who cares? Who cares? There is a societal silence, a universal apathy, and the body of Christ is part of it. What we've put on display in response to the coronavirus is our self-love, our self-love. We love our lives. We consider our lives precious, but not in the biblical sense. Not for the glory of God, not for the love of God, not for the love of saints, not for the love of perishing sinners, and not for the love of perishing babies. 125,000 of them a day. But no, just that we might have a long, prosperous, comfortable, easy, safe life. God did not give you a life that it might be long and prosperous, safe, comfortable, and easy. He gave you a life to spend for His glory, to be spent for the love of God and the love of neighbor as self. 32,000 born people in a world of 7.8 billion people contract the coronavirus and die. Global panic. Stop everything. Do the right thing. Love your neighbor. Stay home. Stay alive. Criminalize the men and women who would dare go forth and proclaim the law of God and the gospel of Jesus Christ for the saving of souls and the rescuing of unborn babies. Ridicule. Anathematize. Consider them fools. Oh, dear friends, do the moral math. 
Don't buy into the world's panic and moral outrage. Love your unborn neighbors. Love the 1.6 billion babies murdered since 1980. Love the 40 to 50 million babies murdered every year. Love the 125,000 babies who will be violently burned, crushed, and ripped limb from limb today and tomorrow and the next day and the day after that and the one after that and the one after that until the body of Christ stands up. Until the body of Christ joins the Apostle Paul and says, none of these things move me to the world and its desires that are passing away, to the threat of chains and tribulation, to the threat of tears and trials. None of these things move me, nor do I count my life dear to myself so that I may finish my race with joy. Do the moral math. Here, Proverbs 24, verses 11 through 12 Deliver those who are drawn to death and hold back those stumbling to the slaughter. If you say, surely we did not know this, does not he who weighs the hearts consider it? He who keeps your soul, does he not know it? And will he not render to each man according to his deeds? Soberly reflect upon that. The news is full of the World Health Organization's findings. Every day you hear something about the who saying this and the who saying that. Here's the who death rate that we should be watching. Here's the who death rate that we should be publishing. Here's the who death rate that should fill our social media. Here's the who death rate that should raise a hue and cry of humanity. Here's the who death rate that should compel Christians around the globe to go stand and speak God's law and gospel for the salvation of souls and the rescuing of the 125,000 babies who will be murdered tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. The 40 to 50 million human beings who will be slaughtered this year and every year thereafter until mankind rises up with true moral outrage and says this evil must stop. On the World Health Organization's website, it says this, Every year in the world, there are an estimated 40 to 50 million abortions. This corresponds to approximately 125,000 abortions per day. Some of you may have been questioning my numbers. You may have been thinking, well, he probably got those from some Christian organization, for some anti-choice organization, for some radical pro-life organization that padded the numbers. No, these are the death rates given by the WHO, the World Health Organization. My counsel to you for love of God and love of neighbor and love of you, my dear friend, is to get your eyes off the coronavirus death rate reported by the WHO and get your eyes and your heart on the murder rate reported by the WHO. Soberly reflect upon that and let that compel you to go and stand and speak the law of God and the gospel of Jesus Christ for the saving of souls and the rescuing of millions of unborn babies to the glory of God. In review, as we consider how not to waste the coronavirus, how to engage in a sober coronavirus reflection, the first point was reflect on the global curse of sin and death that's dragging sinners to hell daily. 107 deaths per minute, 6,390 per hour, 153,000 per day. 
57 million per year and 3.9 billion in the average lifetime of 70 years. Secondly, reflect on the brevity of life. Third, reflect on how you should spend the one precious life you've got. And fourth, reflect on our global and national abortion genocide. And don't fall for the world pandemic panic and moral outrage. I'll close with James 4, 13 and 14 once again. Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a city, spend a year there, buy and sell, and make a profit. Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. What is your life? You will give an answer for that when you stand before your God. What will your answer be? May you stop and soberly consider what is your life? How are you spending your one precious life? Let us pray.